All right, welcome to the last episode of No Fucking ZD <laughs> for season two, <laughs> at least. It's a very special episode of yes, No Fucking ZD. Indeed. Uh, we're talking about Funhouse today, the uh, season finale of season two, The Sopranos. It's an incredible finale of season two. It is indeed. Uh, I am Brendan, you're Evan, as always. With that out of the way, we can as always, jump right. that is out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a pretty famous, pretty classic episode. Um, this is this is like this episode has some of my favorite moments, mm-hmm. such as list them all. Uh, Tony lighting a cigar. Yep. Okay. Uh, to- yep. Tony eating. Okay. <laughs> and probably the most fart sounds in a Sopranos episode. Probably like, by a long shot. I, I would think. agree. <laughs> Yes. It's like, I'm surprised that like you can win an Emmy with making that many <laughs> fart sounds. You know what I mean? Well, they're very artfully done. They're they're not lesser farts. They're they're better farts <laughs> than your average yeah, TV show. Yeah, on another show, show they would be like, yeah. You know? But on this one, they're like, yeah. You know, so exactly. it's a little different. <laughs> they're they're wet farty farts is what they are. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Lots of uh. Lots of disgusting bodily fluids in this episode. I guess. Well, uh, really. Lots, lots of graduations. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. A lot of people are moving on with some things. Yeah. This episode is just Meadows' graduation in real time. It runs yeah, at exactly. about two and a half hours. Yeah. So we we get to hear all of the names of the people who yes. were in her graduating class, and then a really kind of awkward valedictorian speech, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Nothing else happens in this episode. It's nope. kind of crazy. Okay. All right. Good. Well, we've covered season two. Oh, we have to listen to the Rolling Stones song. But oh, that's right. the only other thing that happens. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're forced to listen to that. Um, well, no, but obviously, uh, you know, let's not bury the lead here. We say goodbye to Big Pussy in this episode. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So, um, spoiler so, there. Yeah, we hope you saw the episode before yeah. you listen to this. Because yeah. we, we have not yet, but we're guessing. We're, just, we're about to. Right. We're going to start the episode now, and we'll talk about it just as it happens. Um this was, you know, in a pre-Game of Thrones world where, like, you know, this is the original show where, you know, anyone could die and, and a main character at that could die. Um, well, they didn't call it Ned Starking back then. No, they didn't. They didn't Spoiler they, they, there, they, too. They, they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't, like, in the in the writer's room being like, should we just Ned Stark pussy? Right, yeah. Because that hadn't happened yet. No, that was years away from happening. Actually, right. it had happened in the books at that point, I guess, but something tells me David Chase wasn't spending his free time reading the Game of Thrones novel series yeah, at that point. I'm not either. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, I remember this being a pretty big like pop culture moment at the time. I, I don't, because I, I wasn't watching the show, but do, do you tell. You hadn't been born yet. No, yeah. I hadn't, <laughs> hadn't been born yet, yeah. I was but a glimmer. Right. Um, well, I mean, it was just a big deal. It was, it was, like I said, I mean, a main character like that usually didn't die unless like they had, you know, a role or yeah, AIDS, (laughs) uh, or like a role on another hit show, like coming this fall to NBC, you know, like it just, it didn't happen. Pussy's back. (laughs) (laughs) It just didn't happen really as much. There was like always a way out. There was like somehow they would survive or something different would, you know, or it would be, I don't know. Just, it just wasn't like this. They clean it up at the end before, you know, before the next episode, basically. Right. Yeah. Or just exactly. Yeah. Except Um, for that fresh Prince episode where they had to, off Jeffrey. They did kill Jeffrey yeah, on that show. Yeah. Really sad. I know. End they of, took him end, out on the boat. End of season two also yeah. on the boat. Yeah, it was weird. weird. <laughs> Uncle Phil just staring at him with those dead eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this this is a, a really cool moment because Big Puss dies, but like I think that this whole episode, um, I well, the culmination of this episode with, with Pussy's death is uh, 
something that forces the audience to realize that we've sort of been in denial. Mm -hmm. Like, not because obviously we knew that Puss was working with the federal government. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that I think that um, we were kind of in denial about what was going to have to happen. Right. Yeah. Like, there's no way this wasn't going to happen. Yeah. That's, that's like, we kind of touched on that last week, but like, good Mm -hmm. writing is kind of when, you know, something happens that, feels inevitable and surprising kind of at the same time in a yeah, way and that's exactly what happened here. yeah you know there's there's yeah there's no way you can go same back thing now. with the food poisoning by the way <laughs> in, <laughs> inevitable and surprising <laughs> in, in true, the guess, yeah <laughs> um yeah but there's you're looking back it's like it's kind of like yeah of course that's what would happen you know yeah, um, definitely it's definitely not a show that would would give you what you wanted to see it would do what would actually happen again this, i didn't really want to see tony like farting his fucking no. balls off <laughs> no there. definitely not yeah. and neither did dr Dr. Kuzumano in this episode. Um, yeah, he seemed a little like kind of get out of here. He just like didn't care. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because like you know like before Tony was like this cool mafia mafia guy, and now it's like just to see him kind of like that is kind of like oh this really isn't that interesting. He's yeah. just like a dude who throws up and farts sometimes. <laughs> my, my poor ass. Yeah. Um, which kind of like you know that that whole theme every episode basically feels like of of like people wanting to be around them because they're exciting. Mm-hmm. Suddenly it's like oh this is no this is gross yeah exactly because <laughs> it is i have things to do i'm going to check my watch repeatedly in it, this it, scene it just is it is gross yeah um um so let's let's get into the mechanics of, of, of all the stuff that happens at the hero though um the episode starts off in a pretty at a pretty high point for everybody tony is riding high he's mm-hmm. feeling good this homicide's behind him he's no longer got a rash on his arm mm-hmm. richie's gone richie's gone he's mm-hmm. in the swing of things you know he's he's been cleansed anew yes I would agree. And they're 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 roaring. They're making money. Yeah. Um and I love the beginning of this episode because he kind of cruises around and he he you know, we touch all the bases, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? We see him interacting with his mother. He's more worked up with his mother than we've seen him in a long time. Yes. That's one thing I noticed. But then he goes and he sees his friends and he eats two dinners. Uh, yep. <laughs> and, <laughs> which means things are really good. Yep. And then he brings his wife uh, fur and, right. and bangs her. Yeah, essentially buys her off <laughs> after no, everything that happened I in the last know. episode. It's, it's like, so all right, funny. just forget everything that happened last week. Here's a brand new fur coat, <sighs> um, and gets away with it. Actually, it's true. But uh, yeah, so after all that, he goes to bed, wakes up in the middle of the night with the uh, a, a touch of diarrhea, as Artie Buko will later say. <laughs> oh no, no, no that's uh, is- well, he Artie Buko says it, but that's what that's what Puss had apparently. Just, oh right, <laughs> I did have a small touch of diarrhea. <laughs> Just a touch of diarrhea. Well, that's a great moment. I, um, never have we heard so much about people's pooping. No, not this, really. In an HBO show, in an Emmy-winning drama. Yeah, <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. Um, and then from there, yeah, we're, we're basically we spend the next like twenty minutes or so in uh, in Dream World with with Tony Soprano. Yo, what a killer dream! Yeah, I, I love the sound. The mm-hmm. sound is one of my favorite things. Agreed. Um, this was something that fans didn't really love there were some fans who i don't think really loved that i they i think there was a whole section of fans who always kind of hated all the dream sequences and this was the longest one i think right so far yeah definitely the longest i mean it's like a like this and the test dream you know yeah which the, we'll, yeah which but we'll up talk to about. this point though i think there was like this the, the two like the scene the dream where he's like sleeping with melfi and, mm-hmm. and then one or two others the meadowlands one um, but yeah, this it takes up most of the episode, which I think like pissed a lot of people off. I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I like 
the first time I saw it, I was like, uh oh, because like you want stuff to happen. You want to know what's going on. But like also keep in mind, going into this episode, we don't know that anything's going to happen with Puss. That's true. Yeah. Like we know that now and that that, that, that's like the season two, like what really caps it off. Yeah. You know? Uh, is Richie dying and then Pussy dying and yeah. kind of setting us up for for season three? Oh man, I'm already getting nostalgic for season two. The yeah. jacket, like I, know. That's, I feel like those moments are like sort of like the Sopranos heyday in a lot of way. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Anyways, uh, but yeah, there. But we don't know going into the episode that Pussy anything's going to happen with Puss. Yeah, yeah. So um, I feel like people might be. I mean, this is sort of a. I think it's an advanced big league move that might not might not be the you know super gratifying for fans always, but just like yeah. the episode does sort of drag its feet for a while. I guess so. Yeah, I mean it's it's certainly if you're d- like just itching to know what's going to happen there, it is kind of just like why are we spending all this time, you know, inside his head? But then right. again, I mean we kind of do that every week, every time he's in Melfi's office, I guess you know. So it's it's a little. This is a little different though i guess yeah i, I mean th- there's so much hype just around it probably being the finale you know what i mean that totally. it feels like oh why are we paying attention to this and you know like last week we just had pussy driving around looking for pokemon cards and so like we had we had no indication <laughs> that, that like <laughs> but we just really had no yeah i mean i guess one after the other kind of maybe could kind of feel like <laughs> what are we doing here yeah um but yeah there was really no indication that like anything was going to happen there which is another thing too like i mean they they could have when you think about it just like had him be a rat even in season three you know like you don't really know um the episode starts with the airline tickets so like maybe they were going to focus on that like you just don't know right they, they do a good job of that yeah exactly and and it's an it's nice that you know we have some seeds that are being planted for the future you yeah. know the the we are supposed to wonder a little bit what's going to go on with with tony's mom yeah but and i think that even like seeing her get sent off to the airport mm-hmm. you know Maybe you're supposed to think, hmm, well, it's the end of a season. Maybe like she's just going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. But not in not in Sopranos world. No, unfortunately. Like her and uh, her and her. Who is it? Quintina. And Quinn. Yeah. yeah. God. Um, Can't understand anything they say. I. It's. I know we've said it already, but it is so disappointing that they never got to do. Um, you know, Tony's mom testifying against him in court with these airline tickets. It's I know. Just like. I know something that I think people will think about for a long time, like what could have been there. Unfortunately, it could have been fucking crazy. But yeah. but at the same time, I mean, I think that that would have been a really exciting thing in terms of just like what's going to happen. But mm-hmm. I think that what what they wound up doing with um, I think that what they wound up doing uh, when she died mm. is actually more of a, a study of the psychology of the situation because he feels so much relief when she dies right yeah that's a big problem for him yeah i mean i yeah i agree it's like it is more lifelike because i mean i guess that's kind of also just what happened in life unfortunately unfortunately yeah nancy marchand died but um really too bad yeah (laughs) sad real sad she's the fucking greatest um it would have been so cool, though. I mean, I feel like they, they would have done a really good, like, Sopranos twist on the courtroom drama. And I think uh, from what I've read, I think a lot of it was also kind of like how Tony would have to just really be super nice to Olivia <laughs> so that she, like, wouldn't testify against him almost. Like, it was would have been, like, almost like him, like, reconnecting <laughs> with his mom, which I think could have had so much comedy in it and oh, been, like, I'm a sure. really fun, interesting season. It would have been, like, Janice trying to, like, get all close with her, trying to get her money or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So... 
So unfortunately, we'll never get to see that. Um, but uh, we do get yeah, a couple of the moments here with the airline tickets, and and yeah. definitely the sense that like maybe something's going to happen. Well, she's also, and, I mean, is, is, she's not as dumb as she'd like people to think, you know. Mm-hmm. Like so, she's like the tickets are stolen, right? Like she knows that like they're listening when she yeah. talks to him. I know, yeah. I know. I, that's something I actually didn't really think about until watching it this time, but Tony's more mad about that. They're like, what the fuck is she doing saying this over the phone? Like, yeah, exactly. She was married to Johnny Soprano. You know, he's. I think he says that to Melfi at one point. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. I didn't even, I that. I never put that together until this viewing that, 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 that she knows that's, He's probably being tapped, or or someone could be listening. Or, Her, or his phones have been tapped since the fucking Stone Age, apparently too. That's the other thing. Like, oh yeah. Well, he like ne- he always calls on an outside line and yeah, all that stuff. I guess, yeah, they're just always kind of worried about it. I yeah. think he can just assume. I mean, I just think it's interesting because, like, you know, Tony's unable to get out of this. You know, mm-hmm. like Barb is like, you can't stay with us. My husband won't allow it. <laughs> and Tony is the one who's more upset, who's been screwed over more times, and still, and of course, Janice is gone. Mm-hmm. There's no Janice. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, now he's he's left to deal with it, and he's got all of these like terrible consequences of giving her this airline ticket. Right. It's a big problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, the FBI. We're gonna the FBI is gonna ramp up a little bit, and actually the next couple of episodes, really. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm really but, excited about Mr. Ruggiero's neighborhood is a great season over. It is, yeah. Um, well, you want to just skip to that? Sure, we should. <laughs> we're talking about Made in America, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We, we no, this is the that. final episode, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, we did talk about that. This this podcast would be better if we just did the last episode every week. I think so. Yeah, or if I, we watch it every single week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, minute by minute we should we should i think we'll, yeah that's i think that's next week we're just gonna skip right to season six and i think that's just gonna be we're, we're done <laughs> that's yeah. it guys we're, we'll just, we're choose random, just choose a random season every every month or yeah, so Yeah, that's not a bad idea either um but uh you know so that's kind of the least of tony's worries at the moment or actually right. it hasn't really come up yet that's in the, the beginning of the episode uh the the shitting is though the diarrhea is certainly a problem <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then these dreams, you know, like, I guess I would defend them because even though they it maybe kind of feels like nothing's happening, there is some progress, like dream to dream. Right. He That's gets like totally closer true. and closer each time to kind of realizing, uh, you know, what he's what I think both of us have think that he's been thinking the entire season. You know? Right. Right. Completely. Um, so I think that's. Yeah, I don't know. I I always love all the dream episodes, even the test dream. I know that was another one that pissed a lot of fans off at the time. It's another one that was close to the end of a, se- a season. Um, and, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I but having always a dream loved sequence it. like when there's nothing happening yet is kind of pointless as a device. You know what I mean? The dream sequences yeah. are meant to like we're going through when Tony's going through some heavy shit. He's distilling and decoding all this stuff. I think right. it's very effective to me. I, I think so, too, yeah. And, you know, like, uh, I know that when David Chase talks about it, he'll talk about how the show's just kind of about therapy and psychotherapy and, and analyzing stuff like that. And well, so, dreams like, are a huge part of that, for yeah. sure. I mean, it's it just makes... And the first from the first episode, he's talking about the dream of the duck taking uh, flying off with his penis, and or that might right. be the series, the season finale, but early on no that's a, no this is the first pilot. episode yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. he has to see the cadillac guy and all that other stuff yeah yeah exactly um, i mean the the thing about the dreams is that like if people aren't entertained by them like what are you going to do mm-hmm. but like i think that as a device as a storytelling thing as like a way for tony to have a little bit of growth mm-hmm. i think that's a really that's i think that i think it totally works yeah and it's kind of unprecedented to be able to kind of yeah. get inside his brain and like poke around a little bit right and 
also it's a time to like see some of his insecurities too. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing that I noticed. Like the one where he walks into the Melfi's office with like no shirt or just just his undershirt and like the pants, and he's got a huge boner. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Boy, that's that's a that's a weird one. Yeah, very you know? very weird. Yeah, um, but sexy, but sexy, real yes, sexy, super sexy. I mean. Well, the thing is, the thing that's really interesting is that Melfi does treat him a little bit differently this episode. You know, she's yeah. she seems like she's in recovery or something. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, this whole season's been about her and how she's grown kind of afraid of him, and uh, and how that kind of made her an ineffective therapist. And you yeah. know, she, I guess, you know, has confronted this with herself or or maybe with Elliot or I'm not sure, but. She feels oh cut for bra- for show yeah, but she feels brave enough here to say it directly to Tony. You know, yeah. um, another storyline that I don't think I ever really paid attention to as as I, I never realized it was you know um, just so out there. I guess that this whole just the storyline of her just being afraid of Tony and dealing with that. You know, this is like the logical end to it is her finally just confronting him about it and being like, listen, like I'm, I have to push you. She's she's yeah. was toying with that decision all season long, and it seems like somehow she's made that. Well, and she's not going to fire him as a patient. That too. That's another thing that we find out basically. Yeah. You know that she she's and 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 what happens when she tries to to do better therapy on him? It totally doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. He just deflects it completely and starts singing. He does. Yeah. And Can you re- imagine just ever acting like that, <laughs> <laughs> like, like to a therapist, like or just, just being... to anyone, like walking out of a room, not saying goodbye to that person, yeah. and then singing on your way out, <laughs> like... just being like a huge asshole. Oh, he's such a dick. I mean, he's really good at it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you love him and you love that scene, but, yeah. but it's just, I was thinking about that today. Like, I could never get away with that in like any scenario in my life. No, I know. Like, no, I'm not gonna do that, boss. Yeah. <laughs> like, bye. And I've just... had enough. Ther- I've, I've had enough assignments today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going home. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, I think about it though, and like, as much as he's not really, or like, he doesn't seem so receptive to her ideas. Like, he kind of, is, like, he is a little bit more open to that than like the other people around him for sure, and in his yeah. life. And like, even in his dreams, um, she, in his dream, he dreams that she tells him that he repulses her on purpose and then yeah that's really insightful yeah so that's something that's in tony's head you know like he's not Completely. a total idiot to it um he can be most of the time yeah I exactly i mean he just he, he a lot of the time he really isn't, isn't yeah. in control of his feelings right um and also you know like in this episode he can't even talk about them because they would literally put him in jail if he was to say oh i killed my best friend and that's why i'm sad right now yeah that's you like know? that's a big problem yeah it's really scary though it is <laughs> that he extremely, did that. Yeah, um, it's scary that they all did it. <laughs> you know, well, uh, I think it'd be hard to do it alone. Yeah, I know, but it's just like, like if I was gonna kill you, I would need some uh, of our other friends to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> you would probably ask me. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, listen, hey, I gotta kill you. Can you can you help me give me a hand? Yeah, get the weights. But um, it, it's but it's Silvio, uh, Polly, and Tony who who all do it, and uh, and it I think it affects all of them pretty deeply. Yeah, I mean it's it's another graduation. Yeah, I guess so. They've they they're they're in it deeper. I mean they've I mean it was never really up for debate, but they've clearly decided not to forgive him. Mm-hmm. You know, and now they're in this thing where, okay, well we're gonna, we're gonna do this because this is what we care about and this is what we believe in, and yeah. that's what it's about. And we've never had we've never we've never had to take it this far, but mm-hmm. we've talked about it. Yeah, and this is just the way it is, and, and yeah, there's no changing. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, but, it's, but, you know, like, I just think about it, like, sadness is one of those things that you're, even outside of the mafia, like, you're almost not allowed to talk about, but, like, yeah. especially in the mafia. Oh, yeah. And, um... Well, seeing Silvio cry is, yeah. like, so, I mean, it's almost, like, comical, like, seeing, he looks like he's about to start laughing, because, like, it's so out of the ordinary to see these guys vulnerable like that. Yeah. Wait, so that's not just me, then, who, it looks like he went up to cry, right? When he comes back down into yeah. the boat, his eyes are super red and watery, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> he was totally crying while he was outside, and it's right after, right after Tony's, like, you know, I got fucking food boys, and you don't see me getting all fucked up. Yeah. And then Sylvia goes, don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> a great little exchange. She's like a little child. I would have been fucking laughing my ass off on set if, I'm if I'm that sure. were the case. Oh, my God. I'm sure they're all really, like, seasick, though, <laughs> and probably couldn't. How, how much time do you think they spent on a boat shooting That's, it? Like, that, like a week or something? I don't know. That they This episode probably took longer than normal to shoot, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder. I mean, the stuff in the cabin underneath was probably on set and they just probably shook the camera back and forth which <laughs> sounds simple and then dumb but that's like really how they did that kind of stuff yeah but yeah I don't know they might have only really shot like a couple of the shots like them dumping the body and then the first couple of them riding around and then right 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 yeah. right right so let's talk about this first dream sequence because yeah I'm at a loss a little bit mm-hmm. they're talking about how he has cancer I mean you know, I, I think that maybe they're just trying to talk about something that's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. That he has to deal with. I think that's, yeah, I think that's kind of what it is. It's like, it's almost like he's in the right neighborhood of problem. Like he knows that, because w- w- what it is, what is it exactly? He's been diagnosed with some kind of terminal cancer mm-hmm. and he's, he's killing himself to like put his friends out of their misery, basically. Right. And he's not telling his family. Right. Which they mentioned. Right. And... Everyone is concerned except for Big Pussy, who's just kind of like staring out into the ocean with the cigar in his mouth. They're, they keep cutting to shots of him not looking over at Tony, which I think is kind of supposed to be. I think that Tony Symbolic knows there's a problem. Abandoning him. Yeah. I think that Tony knows he has something he has to do. Right. It involves like some kind of like death or like getting rid of something. Yeah. And it has something to do with the mafia friends that he has. And specifically it has something to do with pussy so i feel like each dream he gets like a little closer to kind of figuring it out yeah i mean there's a lot of weird shit in that dream i think that i think that it's he's dealing with pussy abandoning him and i think that he's also um i think thinking about you know making a really huge decision yeah yeah because you know he decides to light himself on fire so that the inevitable doesn't happen right and so oh, good point. Yeah. I think that, that that kind of has a parallel with, you know, killing puss so that that doesn't end in another way. I see what you mean. So it's almost like, yeah, like instead of, you know, dealing with the problem, he's just going to literally <laughs> just like kill himself to well, yeah. uh, have to avoid it. And well, well, no, what I mean is that like it's it's, it's like uh, because he's on the fence about killing puss because he's like, oh, I don't really know. Yeah. Like, yeah I yeah. don't think I know, even though he knows. Yeah. But like. You know, I think that he's, you know, he's talking about how he's going to kill himself to um, to avoid this whole cancer debacle. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, but he doesn't want to do it if he doesn't want to kill Puss if, if 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 he's not right about it. Yeah. But, you know, when he after he like douses himself in gasoline or whatever and lights the the lighter, Chrissy says, but what if these doctors are wrong? Right. And then he explodes. Yeah. And 
that's it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just that. It's just kind of like he knows that there's something. He knows that that's probably what he has to do. But if he's right. wrong, it would be a huge mistake. You know. Yeah, no kidding. Um, it could blow up in his face. Thank you. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Very good. Uh, no, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I think that's really what it is. There's there's probably like all different ways to read into it, but that yeah. mostly it's it's there's a big thing that he has to do. That yeah, he's trying to basically avoid and, I uh, think you know, so and then what's the next dream the next dream is I think he sees Silvio and right, Silvio when he's on the treadmill by the right. saltwater taffy <laughs> yeah. and Silvio says our true enemy has yet to reveal himself right yeah which is a reference to the Godfather Godfather 3 I think it's three, yeah. Yeah. And also it was said in the season premiere when, when Pussy first comes back and makes, they're all like, Silvio, do your, you know, Al Pacino impression. Oh, right, 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 and, right. And I think in that episode, right after Silvio says that, it cuts to Pussy laughing. So there's like the connection there, uh, something Tony's kind of remembering. Um, huh. And then I think the next dream is when he's playing cards with Polly and like a big, like, it looks like Grand Central almost. Is that the longer dream? Possibly. Yeah, he's, he's playing cards with the... Polly and he shoots him. Yeah, that's the longer dream because he's playing cards with Polly. He kills him. He sees, oh, he sees Junior through that window. Yeah. Like, right. In a really weird way. Yeah. Junior's like stuck in his, I guess that's supposed to be Junior's house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's yeah. in his house. <laughs> and then he like looks through some window and he sees himself playing cards with Paul. Polly. Paul. <laughs> we should just call him Paul Walnuts from now on. <laughs> I, I like saying it like the priest who calls him Paul. Oh, that's true. Right. I uh, like that too. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> but um, So Paul and Tony. Paul and Tony. Are, <laughs> Why does that make me laugh so much? I don't know because he's, he's not a Paul. Yeah, I guess That's not. the funny thing. Like, oh, I think man. Paul, I think like a guy I could probably buy weed from, yeah. you know, like that kind of stuff. That's but, amazing. Yeah. But like I, what I love about these dream sequences that they do is they make it so that like the transitions between little moments are really good, very dreamlike, mm -hmm. you know, where he's like looking through a window and he's seeing himself playing cards, but then he is in the moment playing cards. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like, but he shoots Polly. Yeah. Which sucks. <laughs> it does. Yeah. And then Polly actually dies in real life. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, again, it's like. I think so. This dream is like a little bit closer now, you know, like it's like, okay, so I, why would I kill my friend? Yeah. But it's like, all right, so I know I have to do something. I'm trying to avoid it. Like, uh, I know it has something to do with killing somebody. I'm not sure what it is. And then finally, and then the next dream, uh, or a couple dreams later is him killing Polly. So it's like, okay, so I know I have to kill someone and I know it's someone that I'm close with and you know, I have, you know, is in my crew. Yeah. You know? So it's like yeah, totally. he's inching closer and closer to coming to the truth here about what's, you know, what he already does know, you know? Yeah. He's just, he, he, it's on the, it's like sort of on the tip of his tongue. He just has to say it. Exactly. Yeah. And he hasn't gotten close enough yet. Not yet. No. Oof. Um, and then I, you know, it, then in dreams, he goes to, to sort this out with Malfi mm -hmm. and, um, mentions, I think he's talking about Polly in that scene too, when he mentions, uh, that I mean, first of all, he talks about Polly typing out these handwritten letters about his nieces and nephews every I know, Christmas. That, I love finding that out about him <laughs> that he does that. He's like such a little old lady in a I lot know. of ways. He really is. Who got a hole in one? Who did this? <laughs> but like he's but that's one of those cool transitions where he's talking to Melfi and he's saying, you know, like why would I want to kill my best friend? This why would why would I want to kill my friend? This is so weird. Yeah. And then you sort slowly realize that it's still a dream. Yeah. Um. But like. But yeah, he is speaking very naturally 
mm-hmm. you know, in that part. That's not this. That's not the part of the dream where he has the erection. No, no, no. That's a. It's just a regular. Yeah, yeah. Reg- you think it's a real therapy session? Yeah, first. regular and, penis. Right. He has a, just a regular <laughs> dick in that scene, um, and they just zoom in on it several times. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just, just to remind you, he gets up and says, "Hey, I have a regular dick right now." Yeah, and just keeps showing it. So this is a regular dick scene, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then we get uh. Uh, Annalisa, the the mob boss, is back for just a quick second. I think that's when we when we realize that it is a dream. Yeah, the voices kind of switch around and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Louis C.K. actually directed that scene. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's. I, I was wondering about Annalisa, and I think that I mean, obviously, like. We, we don't want anyone to think that any of these things we're talking about have like, you know, are like a simple one to one. Right. You know, with like with like what they might mean. We're just kind of taking stabs at it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Annalisa, I was thinking about and she represents this like mafia. Uh, uh, what do they call it in, in AA? Higher. Uh, mm. Higher power. Yeah. Like mafia. I think to him, she represents. Uh, in this dream, like the mafia higher power mm-hmm. and how she is you know she's like she's from the old country she's old yeah, school yeah. she's super og her husband and her father are like incarcerated for yeah. all this stuff and uh i think that it's it's a mind fuck to have her in the therapy office right you know and she's the one that he's answering to in the in the therapy office yeah that's a good point actually and i'm uh, maybe that has something something to do with like knowing that he has to follow like this mafia code right exactly yeah and I, I had never thought of that actually because you know that she wouldn't even think twice about like, no fuck no yeah and probably she wouldn't feel i mean you know she's a human being obviously but yeah you kind of get the sense that she probably wouldn't feel all that much sadness about it if she had to kill her yeah she pussy. really yeah i, 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 I want to kill her pussy uh but she doesn't have a whole lot of uh she wouldn't think twice about it, you know? Yeah. She's, I mean, she's yeah. very straightforward and stuff. This is, this, it goes deep with her, you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. In like almost a medieval kind of way, it seems. Right. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. I, I never really thought about that, but that's, that's a really good point actually. Yeah. Um, okay. And so that wraps up the whole series. <laughs> We're done talking about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, so th- we have that dream where he's again talking about a friend. He knows that there's. Uh, he's kind of wondering. I think he even says like he's a he's a good guy. He's a good earner. Maybe he's he's. He, but again, we're getting closer and closer. Like he annoys me once in a while with his letters. <laughs> yeah, there's this guy that annoys me. There's, I have all these problems with him, but ultimately, I I do like the guy. You know, why would I kill him? Right. And then, um, well, I think maybe in that dream, he's also kind of like subconsciously going. Why this problem over any other problem? You know, you're right. Yeah, because on some level, Polly's typed reports probably annoy Tony more than like, well, not annoy, but I think that on some level, Polly uh, Tony relates more to puss flipping than Polly writing these typed reports. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like I think that he's kind of contemplating like, okay, well, I'm part of this thing where like, is this an arbitrary rule? Like, do I care about this? Right. Like, because obviously, obviously, he cares, but like. You know, there are things that bother him in a more natural kind of way that aren't like a rule that someone came up with. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's annoying. (laughs) And uh, yeah, exactly. It's kind of tied to the happy wanderer thing a little bit, maybe just and and also and also just listening to, you know, other people's problems or other people's uh, or even other people's accomplishments for Tony probably just annoys him to no end. I think a little bit, you know, he doesn't like any of that. He doesn't like any of it. Yeah. but uh, so then we go from that. I think the next dream is he gets into the car with Adriana and Chris and oh and the, Furio. Clown, the, the clown car and Furio hands him some toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. 
Not sure why. I think it's just kind of like, you know, you know, those dreams you have where like you're kind of waking up every once in a while and then like those little things in the room like suddenly make it into your dream. like Right. Like your phone ringing or something. Yeah. I think it's like one of those things like he just knows like, yep, I got to I got to shit right now. I got to poop. I'm going to wake up and poop real quick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but he gets into the car and I think the only line of dialogue is just where's pussy. So at, then you kind of know at this point, like, all right. So now he knows specifically that he's looking for pussy. This is a really good point. You know? Yeah. So and then I think. What's the very next one? I think he goes back and bangs Melfi again and talks about just how he has pussy on the brain. But I, I at this yeah, point, yeah, he, he shows up with the boner, right? And she goes, "Who's your friend?" Right, which is a, <laughs> this is a good good Melfi line. Yeah, uh, she doesn't have a whole lot of those slam dunk lines, you know. No, so, she doesn't. So that's a good one. Yeah, I do like that. And then finally, finally, or this might actually become before that scene, uh, but we officially get confirmation that. The pussy's talking to the government when he well, finally to- talks Tony, to the fish. Tony thinks right. We get confirmation that Tony thinks he's talking to the government. Right. You know the the, the pussy as this fish on the uh, on the ice tells him that, and Tony, you know, Tony just gets right to his denial. He's just like, "Don't say that. I don't want to hear that." It's just so. I, th- yeah. I think this is literally Tony's subconscious talking to him and being like, "You know." And he's just talking back and saying, I don't want to hear that. Please stop talking about it. And then in true Jersey Housewives style, he flips the table. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, that moment was really interesting. I mean, I love the primitive CGI. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, I, I also the sleeping with the fishes thing, like mm-hmm. it didn't escape me. And then he makes that the exact joke, actual joke. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It is funny. It's very funny, actually. Yeah. Um, but like, when you first saw that, what did you think? I don't mean today. I mean like, when you when you first saw that, were you like shit? Like, oh my god, no way. Well, what do you mean about hearing Tony figure that out? Yeah, hearing Puss say that in Tony's dream. <laughs> the as thing a fish. is, is like I that was an episode that was I never I always knew that was going to happen. Like, because mm. I it's kind of fuzzy when I really like season three is when I really started watching like week to week, but seasons mm. one and two are kind of a blur for me as far as when I, I know I watched it kind of out of order and I think like I had already known that, that pussy gets killed. Ah, uh, you know? okay. I was like a 14 year old kid who kept hearing everyone talk about pussy. And then finally it was like, yeah, yeah and then pussy gets killed. 14, I was like, what the fuck? 14 year olds do talk about pussy yeah, a lot. all the time. Um, so I knew that all along. Mm-hmm. It was more like, um, just, yeah, I was kind of, I, I don't know, I, I, I knew that it, he was going to get killed, and I knew that the, he had these dreams, and so I just kind of always knew, so it was never really a huge surprise to me, and it was always, I always liked it, I guess, just because, Right, you right, know. right, right. Um, but, I, 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 when I first saw it, to be honest, I was like, kind of, well, I, I, it, it didn't feel as definitive to me, and I think that it's because we just knew that something was going to have to happen and that really it's not a surprise about puss. It's, it's just like, okay, finally Tony has like come to terms with this and it's, it's almost a relief because he's like realizing it yeah, and he's going to be able to protect himself. Right. With his gun. (laughs) (laughs) From pussy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it kind of is. And it's, um, even then you still don't really know what's going to happen. It's still kind of like, are they really going to go there? Is this like, is this going to no, happen? But it and, kicks him in the ass. He springs into action. Right. Yeah. Like right away. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, I mean, we'll, uh, we'll take a break now and come back and we'll talk about the scene, you know, the big scene in this episode. But ultimately that's, that would be my big defense of the dreams in this episode. And, and yeah, in general is totally. that, you know, like there, there is a lot of progress. It does like directly affect the story in the waking in Tony's waking life. So they're, they're not a waste of time. No, you know? and it gives us insight, yeah. you know, into the struggle that Tony's been have, having. And 
you know, it's we're dealing with something here that needed to be dealt with. And I mm-hmm. think that it's a really creative way to approach this as opposed to having it be something where it's like, you know, I mean, I, I just love the whole premise that Tony just wants to avoid this topic. Yeah. And that's that's the main thing, yep. you know, and, and I think that that's a really a, a really smart way to approach this because and it's 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 not boring. It's, it's kind no. of a dormant way to do it, but it's not boring. And it's, and it's really, it's smart TV. It's not cliche. Yeah, I agree. It's not, um, like David Chase specifically said that he just wanted to avoid the procedural where it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, gathering evidence and, and, and Tony, like, you know, finding out from someone, I don't know. You know, just, it's just more interesting this way, I think. And yeah. again, we've known really since that first shot in, uh, at the barbecue when when pussy's telling the joke and the sound just kind of drops out and tony's yeah. just staring at him you just know and there's a scene even just very similar to that in this episode when they're at the either at the indian restaurant yeah or, at the indian restaurant yeah. when, oh no it's at vesuvio when he's talking about the, the calling, calling card thing it's just he knows that way too much and it's like way too rehearsed it just sounds like this is something pussy said a million times you know like to the right. fbi like, here's what we do. We get calling cards. Then we do this. You know, like, it's just like he knows too many details. Well, yeah. I mean, we should talk about what. Yeah, we should. We should talk about Pussy's relationship with the FBI when we come back. Okay. Too. I think that that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So all you right. want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break and come back and uh, we'll say everybody goodbye. go. T- everybody go barf and yeah. fart and <laughs> shit and do whatever you got to do. There better be some coke left in that fridge. That's, that's all I have to say. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. Right. Rock and roll. <laughs> Love the song. Good stuff. Did you pick that you just thought of the song and you just wanted to throw it in? <laughs> yeah. Let's let it play. Let's let it play. We're going to come back. Welcome back to No Fucking ZD. Uh, this is our podcast about The Sopranos. Is, is indeed. the. Uh, it's the only podcast about The Sopranos. The only fucking podcast That's about exactly The Sopranos. right. Uh, we're talking about Funhouse, mm-hmm. the season two finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made yeah, it. Yeah, we, we made did. It. We did make it, and I feel good about it. Yes. I, in many ways, I feel like we're graduating today. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, because we've done like, what is this, like four in a row without missing a week? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers things, to that. Things are really looking up. To us. Yeah. Hopefully, the uh, our listeners won't have to uh, take us out on a boat. <laughs> and Hopefully <kill> not. <laughs> we'll ask them on Twitter what they think. Uh, yeah, we started. This I'm sure they'll tell us. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we started this back in November. It took us a nice 20 weeks or so to finish a 13 week season, but uh, yeah. hey, that's okay. That's all right. We we finally made it, um, and uh, and it's a fun episode to talk about, which is probably why they called it Funhouse, don't you think? Yeah, because <laughs> well, they it, knew it'd be fun. The working title was Fun Podcast, right? But, <laughs> but they changed that. Yeah, because this this podcast isn't as much fun as they had anticipated. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not for the listeners. Um, but I, what I wanted to talk about. Um, you know what we were what we were talking about while we were in the bathroom together mm-hmm. uh, was same toilet, same toilet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just chatting. I Evan was pooping and I I <laughs> sat facing him on the toilet, <laughs> and we did that together. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> now I forget what this podcast is about. Well, what an image. Some show. Some show. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, where where Pussy is at the yes. beginning of this episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
in terms of his uh his attitude toward Tony and toward the FBI. Yep. And in terms of just like what he thinks, I mean, it seems like he's sort of like, I mean, I, I think that like the, the panic attacks must like come and go as far as this stuff is concerned. Yeah. But I think that, uh, it seems like he's kind of settled a little bit. Yeah. He's not like, he's not particularly hating Tony right now. No, but if at all, I guess not. Um, he's definitely at the acceptance point. That's for sure. As far as like that, that FBI predicament goes. Right. Um, that's true. Yeah. So I, he doesn't, he doesn't hate Tony, but he's just kind of realizing that, you know, that in a way this is just kind of business too. Like it's just kind of what he has to do. It's, mm -hmm. you know, um, no, I totally agree. And, and with skip, he's doing what he has to do, but I mean, what what brought me to this was talking about the uh, the calling card thing, how he explains it. And I when I when I first saw that, I was like, oh, he's giving all this information to the FBI in the tapes. Oh, 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 yeah, true. But I also think though that they could just ask him, and he would tell them. Yes. So he doesn't have to like show off in the tape, but maybe he's trying to like look like he's doing a lot, but also keep someone else from explaining it because he's recording. I had never really thought about that. Yeah, I feel like we're only like a couple of steps away from him like motioning to Tony, like "Shh, I, I'm recording." Anyway, <laughs> right? You know, right, right. <laughs> I never really thought about that. Maybe, maybe, yeah, because they certainly wouldn't be able to get anything on Tony if it was just pussy explaining everything. So, right, who knows? exactly. Because yeah. Tony doesn't say all that much. You know, like with the plane tickets, he didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, if right. uh, uh, last episode, yeah. So. But he he does show a a particular interest in the details here, which you know we at least hadn't haven't seen up to this point, you know. And, yeah, it's and, peculiar the way he explains this. Yeah, I mean, I can't even explain how. Uh, I'm like 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 I said, the only way I can really think of it is it almost feels scripted. Like it's like it feels uh -huh. like he's just rehearsed it and said it a bunch of times, or or at the very least he, uh, he thinks yeah, of yeah, their yeah, scams yeah, yeah. in those terms now. You know, like where before it might just be like, all right, cool. So how much do I make? Like I don't I don't even don't spare me the details. Like I don't give a shit. Just give me my money basically. Yeah. It's just like he just knows and can say it almost like too fluently. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. So it, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a it's just a weird He's not, he's loose lipped about it. Exactly. He doesn't say it in a way where it's like, yeah, we sell these calling cards on that we bought on credit. And, right. And, and like we make a bunch of money off of them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's, also, like, as we were discussing, actually, as we were discussing with the bust out, this was that that's a very unsopranos moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because with the bust out, remember we were talking about like when, when, you know, uh, uh, Davy Scatino says, yeah, uh, what's, what's a bust out or whatever. Right. And you the know, whole poly uh, sequence you were talking about. Yeah. Like yeah. on CBS would have been like, all oh, right, so here's how it goes. Exactly. It's like, dun, 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 God, God. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. but with this, it's like, it, it's pretty much exactly what we we're talking about. I guess so. Yeah. Except minus like the montage that goes with it. Yeah. And Tony immediately, it just sounds weird, weird to his ears, I think immediately. Right. And because it is, it is very strange that he just he's able to say it like so quickly, so right off the bat, you know. And he's willing to kind of talk like that about yeah. it at a restaurant, and yeah, it's just it's, it's he's too willing. It's it's very much like when Jimmy gets out of jail, comes to Tony's house, and is immediately is like, "So tell me about that scam we were talking about the other day." Yeah, what's you know? up with the Colombian money? Yeah, so it's just it's like that. It's like just, yeah. there's just it's just too much, and you can see you just see in the look on Tony's face that he's just like. 
no, there's something not right about this. Right, exactly. Know? Or maybe that's the food settling into his stomach. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah. but I think it's... Or right. the boner that he carries around yeah, with him. Yeah, right, right. But no, okay, I agree. I love that. So he, but he, and so, but he's giving Skip stuff. He's giving Skip tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not being particularly friendly with Skip. Yeah, no, no. I, I think I wouldn't be. No, I guess not. Skip leaves him two hundred bucks out of what was probably like twenty grand. I know. Yeah, and that's so. That's ultimately ultimately the thing there, though, is like when it like now that he's realizing that like okay, it's not going to be an exciting life where I get to chase people around, hijacking Pokemon cards. Um, I'm also not going to be left alone. Like they're, they're not going to let me just do my thing anymore. It's really right. when it comes to money, that's when it's finally just like, you know what? This fucking sucks actually. Like, yeah, it does you know, fucking suck. That line that he says, my best friend is president. Frank, president Franklin is my best friend. Incredible. Yeah. Is a fucking great thing. But what Skip says to him right before he says, right, right. Tony's your best friend. You yeah. know? So it makes me feel like maybe they've had conversations recently again where he's like kind of flip flopped a little yeah. bit and he's like had a change of heart or two and yeah, yeah. Skip's probably sick of his bullshit so he's just like just give me the money and the tape yeah and like stop being this way yeah you just you get a sense that it's all kind of coming to an end here you know it's just kind of like if last episode was him kind of like fighting off these feelings it's now officially like I said he's just kind of accepted where he's at and, right you know that's like the last stage of it really. And it's um, a really important stage for sure. Right. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, he's gonna have to accept something else within a couple scenes. But uh, well, um, they they uh, they help him with that. They do. So let's just go ahead and I guess get into that. I mean, this is get into uh, what uh, the graduation. <laughs> the graduation. Yeah, <laughs> the exactly. valedictorian speech. I think is coming. Y- yeah, up. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, the junior has a great scene, and he does. <laughs> yeah. Let's only talk, talk about, about that junior that. scene. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm leaving. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about the actual scene where, where pussy pussy leaves this earth uh, yeah and sleeps with the fishes it's it's a tough scene to watch even having seen it like 45 times yes or whatever it's very scary how quickly it all happens and it's just how really crap yeah it's, it's really tony quick. gets up that like if this were, if this were me it'd be something i would like put off for like weeks and be like i'll get to that eventually uh Killing especially someone. if i was sick especially well just any task really <laughs> um <laughs> i mean but this isn't like cleaning the gutters right <laughs> i guess like not. A, kind of important i think yeah you're protecting yourself and everything else um but yeah just how quickly it happens is really scary to me the right. fact that it happens in the morning is really scary to me it's like terrifying to me that pussy wakes up to that i don't know why like that's well he's, he's got to know that there's something going on but he has to go along with it yeah i know and in watching it this this well i mean it's amazing how quickly tony snaps into action and gets a plan together yeah he's brilliant yeah he's really good it's a good plan once you see it all in action he gets uh Polly and and sill on board sorry i'm just adjusting my wire that i'm wearing right now I'm <laughs> i was re- wondering re- yeah, re- you're touching your chest in a weird way yeah i'm recording our conversation <laughs> <Okay. you know? laughs> wait people are listening to this yeah. <laughs> i have to give the fbi tapes of our podcast yeah, over yeah exactly um the podcast police right like i'm on probation right um but like he gets this plan together and they they strong arm him mm-hmm. you know basically they kind of bulldoze him by like showing up in his room yeah and he doesn't have time to put his wire on yep which is something that he clearly wanted to do or hide it at the very least yeah oh okay i thought he was reaching for it to like put it on but i guess he was like trying to hide it i think i th- i think that everyone there with the exception of angie knew what was going down as like i he's he's scared that tony is showing up to his house I don't think we've ever seen Tony do that. 
I mean, uh, I'm except, sure it's ex- happened in except, the past. Except when his back was fucked up. That's true. Right, right, right. But like with these two guys, it's there's the, there's the, there's this story about a boat that is sort of fishy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Very oh, much. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think at that point he's just like he must know, right? I mean, he just knows. Well, at this point he's in denial. It's like the denial game. They're just like passing it back and forth. I guess. Like, oh so, yeah. He's he's kind of he seems at ease, like in the car, like. You know, when Tony Tony's like having his dream about something, he like wakes up mm-hmm. in the car mm-hmm. and um, he and, and, you know, Puss is like, it's a little early in the day, you know, because mm-hmm. Silvio's like drinking out of a flask behind the wheel at like 9 a.m. or whatever. Yep. Um, it's he seems at ease. Uh, in that particular scene, yeah. But I think when they first show up and he's offering Sil coffee and then putting on those sweatpants that come up like all the way up to his nipples, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Uh, he, it's the Italian way. Yeah. I, I think he has an idea. And they're sitting at the, at the table and he keeps looking up at, uh, he's just wondering what Tony's, why Tony's taking so long upstairs. It's amazing and, that t- that Tony thought to like, okay, I'm going to run into the bathroom and pretend that I'm barfing. I know. You know? But uh, do, do you, he might have actually barfed though. <laughs> There's, I know, there's I was a good thinking about that, but, but like, really, but it's also kind of, the way he's, he's like, oh, round 17, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, he's putting one over, for sure. Yeah, it's a well shot scene, I love the, the shot when he actually does find the wire, and just the way that he kind of really casually opens the cigar box, like, eh, maybe it's, it's probably not in here, but maybe it's in here, um, and then that turns out to be the place where Pussy is actually hiding the, the tapes and the wires, I just, Awesome, 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 awesome. And, I love the way that shot. And seeing it like that, it's yeah. like, it's the way that it's all in there is very unglamorous. Yeah. It's, it's not like this tidy little thing. There's like batteries, there are tapes, mm-hmm. there's like a wireless transmitter and like a regular microphone, a, a lav mic, as we say in the FBI industry. Right. Um, but like, it's clearly being used a lot. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Yep. It's not like it. It's not like it's still in the package, right? <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. it's not like he's thinking about using it. It's like this is like a tool that pussy uses a lot, right? And uh, pretty scary. Yeah, very scary. And Tony probably feels really good. He probably feels like oh, great because this is something that I know that I have to do, but like I want to feel right about it. Yeah, probably. It's it's probably a whole mixture of feelings. He, he wants to feel like he's doing the right thing. Yeah, I guess so. Right. <laughs> Um, and those, the faces that they all make when he comes downstairs and you know that like, you just kind of know that on the way in, Syl and, and Tony were probably talking and he's like, all right, if I come downstairs and say, let's go look at the boat, that means that I found something. But I'm sure if he didn't find something, he might've come down and been like, I don't feel so good. Let's not look at the boat today. Right, exactly. You know? Um, and so Silvio knows right away when Tony's like, let's go look at this boat. And there's even, you know, pussies framed in the shot right in front of Silvio. And, and he even kind of has that look too. Just like, oh man, like, I think that you think it. everybody knows. Yeah. I think that that, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's terrifying actually. You know, I think back to Davies Catino talking about like them showing up in the middle, in the middle of the night with dead eyes and then watch like Polly and Silvio in the scene. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like they, they, it's really like a factory. It's like getting attacked by a drone basically. Right. Exactly. You know, but, but I mean, the thing is though, they have a a conversation about it before they shoot him on the boat. Right. Where that, I love the music that gets put on by the way. It's, it's, it's like, it's what's, uh, what, what, what it gets put on in girl with the dragon tattoo sail away. (laughs) 
mm. when like he puts on sail away when he's about to like murder people. <laughs> I thought that that was the, I, I like that kind of like lighthearted like murder, too, murder yeah. story. And it was very know? I feel like it was especially big in and around the 90s like yeah. after like Tarantino kind of did it. I mean it was always it's probably always kind of been a big thing in cinema. And so, totally. But um, but yeah but what I like about it on this show though is mm-hmm. that Pauly turns it off. You know so many other shows probably would just let it play out like uh, over the whole thing. Yeah yeah yeah. There's something just cool and interesting to me about that that like Pauly turns it off and well, then the scene that, really he's turns. giving him that face and he's like we're gonna talk right yeah <laughs> he turns it off right um but so back at the house they say let's go get the boat um mm-hmm. and then we have that the final final dream actually uh and, oh yeah yeah i forgot about that yeah right and i think that i think that is just kind of like ah everything's back to normal like that's kind of tony being like like you said, like Tony feeling good, like he's doing the right thing. Actually, yeah, like, exactly. Okay, cool. I, I like, I got it. Like Meadows the, going to the college. I wanted wanted the, the to go to. The way everybody claps too. I know, so weird. It's yeah. super weird, and that's that's actually when I realized that. Yeah. That it was a dream. Right, because it could have just been like. Yeah, like he just—they could have glossed over the whole thing. Actually, on on the Sopranos, you never know. Like that could have just yeah. really been the next scene. Like, well, I bought a boat. I feel good today, and then we just never see pussy again. Like, you know. Um, but yeah. that would have been fucking cool. Yeah. But like we were saying last week, you know, like if 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 it re- on the Sopranos, if it really comes down to this thing where they have to go to that place, the the lowest common denominator, like mm-hmm. me or him type place. Mm-hmm. It means that it's the most serious of circumstances. They will avoid that kind of thing, mm-hmm. like as mobsters, like as, as often as possible. Yeah, I guess. But so. the fact that they had to do that, and the fact that it was like two seasons running, I'm really glad that we got to see, you know, what went down, and oh, I'm glad we sure. got to see how how it affected them. I mean, mm-hmm. Polly is by far the coolest cucumber of the bunch. Yeah, but you know. And that's again the you know this whole sadness thing that they can't talk about, and just kind mm-hmm. of I, I, like. Yes, Polly like certainly keeps it cool, but we'll see over time that his life is a little bit depressing too, and he certainly buys into some. I mean, we've already seen actually that he buys into this weird kind of spiritual shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so it, but I, so I do think it does affect him. But but he, as usual, is only worried about himself. Just like pussy's like, what the fuck? Am I gonna get sick now? When they're talking about the calling cards, Polly's like, I'm not in that. <laughs> what else? What else? <laughs> yeah. Um, such a Sopranos moment. Just we're, like. Everyone's just worried about themselves. Yeah, basically, completely, you know? completely. Um, but so yeah, they 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 do drive to the boat, and um, I I like that dream sequence. I like the I like the Tom Petty song playing there, and then I really like when they're getting on the boat. Like Pussy's kind of last look around. I don't know if you like he's yeah, getting on, kind of just like that. looks, and it's it's uh at that point it's just like all right, it's over. He knows, but he doesn't know. Right, yeah. you know that's the thing. Um, so they drive out. Far enough, I guess, that no one's going to see. Probably not in international waters, but maybe you can get away with murder out there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what they did. Maybe. Just, uh, just you know, for the lie detector test. Yeah. That would be crazy, um, actually. That's a good idea. Mm, let's not murder anybody. Yeah. Let's at least not talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> um, and then, it, yeah, it is a tense scene with the music and uh, well, Tony just staring at him like Tony that. finally ha- says to him the thing. To- Tony says, fuck you. Why did you do this? Like, mm-hmm. you put me in this position. Like, you knew the consequences here, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, like, kind of the, the, the excuse that the mobsters make a lot. But, like, Pussy does know the consequences of this. Yeah. And he was stuck, but, like, you know. What's, yeah. what's he gonna do? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. He was, he was just completely trapped, and it's it just must be such a strange feeling. Yeah. Um, and they but they even kind of toy with us a little bit here. You know, like 
there are some moments where you're just kind of like, oh, maybe he's not going to get killed. You know, like like when Silvio does walk up onto the dock or not the dock, but walks out of the cabin. Or, right, um, right, right. Um, and then, you know, uh, after Tony grills pussy on what he's told the FBI and he just keeps telling him, no, it's like all this little shit. It's cool. Like, it's totally cool. You're kind of like, well, maybe they'll let him go for some reason. Right. That's what I'm saying is like they do. It's not like if Furio was doing it. Right. You know what I mean? Just be in and out, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, no, no, like ridiculously slow moving dipping mechanism, you know, right. style. <laughs> right. But like, but this one, they have a conversation and you're like. I mean, you know that, again, like, you know that he's not going to make it, but you're right. kind of like, he might. Yeah, I, I mean, when he asked for the tequila and they're all laughing, it's kind of like, maybe they'll, yeah, that's, it's that's, really like, oh that's boy. That's a weird scene because, like, Puss turns, like, soup, soup, I guess he just wants another moment with his friends before he dies. Yeah. And mm. he, you know, he, he I, he's talking about, like, eating this woman out and how she drank a lot of tequila and mm-hmm. stuff like that and, like. Wow, that's really cool. And then Tony just completely kills the buzz. Right. And he asks if she even really exists. And he kind of looks at them. And then I love how how Syl goes, that's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) But is, like, I'm still torn on whether or not I think the Puerto Rico thing was at all true or... Like, is it all completely a lie? Like, did he no, just never go down there? I think he was in Puerto Rico. I think so, too. Yeah. Doesn't he talk about that with Skip, like the back doctor in Puerto Rico or something? I guess he like does. That? Yeah. Because Puerto Rico is technically part of the U.S. It is. Yeah. They did vote in the primaries for Marco Rubio. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> doing real well. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but um, Marco Rubio is not the president. Do very, yeah. <laughs> um, spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. So there is some truth to it. And then even they bring up like, you know, we've we talked about this a lot at the end of season one, but they talk about how long he's been doing it. He says like a year, year and a half, maybe less. But you're but, still like, is that? Mm, no, he probably not. He's probably tr- probably trying to to soften probably it a little bit. But the Puerto Rico thing, I think, yeah, is true. And that girl probably did exist. Maybe. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But the way that Puss looks at them when Tony asks is just like it's pretty, pretty damning. It is, but like maybe that's also him realizing like it doesn't matter what I say here at this point. You know, like because he he like Tony asks about uh, the Matt Bevilacqua case, and we know that Pussy didn't tip off the cops about that. Um, but Tony doesn't believe it. He just he just immediately jumps to the conclusion that it must have been Pussy. Um, well, I would. I mean, I would. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's just like, is he realizing that, oh, I've been lying this whole time and they know, or is he just realizing like, there's no getting out of this right. actually? Right. You know, that's it. Exactly. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about it. I think that, I think that he's hoping that he can reason his way out of it, but this, and, and so are we kind of. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. is this really going to happen? But then after yeah. a while you're like, oh shit. Well, um, I, you know, I, I, I like it, this is really going to happen, and right. P- and Pussy knows that it has to happen mm-hmm. because it's like part of the club that he's in. Exactly, <laughs> it's in the rule book. Some of the rules, yeah. yeah. Um, that that's that that makes me. That's a good point too, though. Is this really going to happen? Like the nice thing about the dreams is that they kind of add like that level of tension to the episode, where it's kind of like right. You're kind of like, well, this could be a dream. Like there's if you're holding out to the last bit of hope, that's kind of what you're hoping for is that. They shoot pussy, throw him in the ocean, and then Tony just like wakes up and is like, you know, and that was all some weird dream, you know. That that's when I would have felt totally shortchanged, though. For sure, I yeah. would have been really upset about that. But 
I think that what what is it about that scene that makes us know it's not a dream? Because I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, is this a dream? I mean, I guess just the fact that he well, he has that dream about telling his family about buying the boat. So it'd be kind of like a weird to have a dream within a dream. Not that they haven't done that before. Uh, or they'll definitely do that again. Well, it's also just something, it happens in such a straightforward, kind of like, not dumb, but like, a, it's it, there, there's there's not like a lot of uh, nuance to the scene in that like, like they're like, yeah. why did you do this? And he's like, oh, and he defends himself and then they shoot him, you know? Mm. That's it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there's something more linear and logical about it. and uh, And also just the dreams kind of all have this like, weird sound design to them that you kind of know is that's, a dream. That's true, like with the, the dock noises yeah. and stuff. Those are really cool. They are. And I, I really like when he's telling the, fa- the family at the dinner table about buying the boat, you can actually hear the wind from, like, the car. If you listen, like, you can hear the wind oh, going I by. I, I, I didn't notice that. I did notice, though, that when he's talking to Melfi, you can hear duck noises mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, the creaking sounds and just all kinds of weird shit. So, like, that, I think, helps you realize it. Yeah. Um... Whether you know it or not, that's that's certainly kind of like. Ticky. Well, yeah, I was gonna the, the silence. Like when Polly turns off the music, you're like, oh, this is like really serious. Yeah, yeah, and I think just the fact that that for how long it goes on and weird stuff isn't happening. Right. You know, they they really do capture like real dream time on the show better than anything I've ever seen. I think where like yeah, you know, just how you know you can be I can be looking at you in a dream and then turn to my left and suddenly I'm in, in a completely different place but right like right you know I, I totally agree I think that it's 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 cool how they move between like ideas in the dream yeah because that's kind of how it goes they somehow capture that feeling that we all have when we dream where it's like I was at your house but it wasn't your house but I knew it was your house right exactly you know I don't know how to even really put that to words aside from that. No, they, no, they that's, somehow that's nail that, that feeling. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like you were talking about the station that looked like Grand Central and it was like, I was at Grand Central, but it wasn't Grand Central, you know. Right, yeah. It's it's really interesting. Right. Um, but either way, we, we we know. And also having having Silvio and Polly there, um, Paul, excuse me. Um, Sil- 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 and Paul. Sylvan and Paul are both there uh, and they're not acting weird they're kind of acting like themselves and so as if that they're crying yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Silvio does cry i think a little bit Polly uh is he's gonna have some issues with this but in the moment he's very cool with it yes and after they shoot him immediately goes for the jewelry dude oh my god, god. did you notice though that tony never says like well we're gonna have to kill you he just pulls out his gun and it's just like that's the answer yeah and I love the way Polly pulls out his gun and he holds it like at his side, like a Looney Tunes mobster. Yeah, you know, like shut up, shut up. He's also very prepared. If you watch, like even before Tony pulls out his gun, as Pussy walks away, Polly unbuttons his vest a little bit, which like he's just like super ready for it. Like oh he's, shit, he does he's, it like on the sly. He's but. super pissed. Yeah, he's really. I mean, because he talks about it in episodes. He's like. You know, he's talking about how I loved him like a brother and he fucked me in the ass. He's yeah. like so mad yeah. that 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 puss did this. Well, Melfi would have a lot to say about that, actually. And I think you're right. Yeah, probably a lot of sadness. Um, the creepiest part of the whole thing, though, is like when Pussy's dead, like I think that they're kind of trying to make you think of the fish a little bit like his eyes the blank stare in his face like he kind of looks like one of those dead fish a little bit that's true and his mouth is open isn't yeah it? and it's just weird it's very weird it's yeah. crazy though that like and also uh one thing that i noticed is that when they're when they're taking his body out it's all wrapped up and everything mm-hmm. they're taking his body out to the uh to the the, the deck mm-hmm. on the 
I don't know boats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we neither. clearly aren't yeah, rich enough. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're taking them out to the the back of the boat. Sure, yeah, uh, outdoors. The trunk. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the trunk. The patio or something. The patio and. Uh, <laughs> And they're like trying to get him through, and they're like banging him into shit, and like try, like trying to kind of force it a little bit. And it's like, it's it's there that like you realize that Puss has like made the transformation from being their friend to like just uh like a dead animal. Yeah, just and like a body. There's nothing there anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that these guys are super crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really fucking scary. It really is. You know, just yeah. like I I I don't you know I'm I'm probably not going to find myself in that situation ever but just like i can sort of feel I how just trapped you might must feel you know and yeah. you know there's just no escaping like just the way the way like polly like leads him onto the boat and she's like come on puss come on this way this way go this way now now we're going down to the deck or down below you know like yeah what um, if puss made a run for it i well he definitely wouldn't have made it that far do you think they would have just pulled out their guns and shoot him i don't know yeah why not why couldn't he just like yeah i i, I don't know Anyway. Or what if he like put up a fight at home? Would they have killed him and Angie? Like, I, I I don't know. He, yeah, I don't know. It's maybe just an admission of guilt that he just goes along with it at all, or, or I guess you just always kind of hope against hope that right, like no, that happens is. to other people. That's not going to happen to me. You totally. Know? Yeah, I think so. Disturbing. So. Pussy's dead. Pussy's dead. He's dropped in the water. They have that shot of the wake. I think that you know you're supposed supposed to kind of think about Tony on his boat and the house arrest with AJ. You know, just like Tony's ah, gonna keep moving. Always gonna keep moving. Doesn't matter. Pussy's now just in his wake. So you've seen other episodes too. No, very, no. very, very good. <laughs> um, so then Meadow, she graduates, mm-hmm. and uh, the moment we've all been waiting for. Yeah, exactly. I really don't have long. anything to say about her graduation. I don't give a fuck. Well, Tony almost misses it because he's arrested. We have that. Oh, that's true. And she has that amazing... Oh, yeah. So <laughs> let's not jump past that. Right. But basically, you know, they got the airline tickets from from Livia and she, like, doesn't do anything terribly helpful nope, <laughs> in not denying at all. it. <laughs> uh, and then the cops show up at Tony's place. They do, yeah. They arrest him. Uh, Meadow... I mean, honestly, like, I feel like what goes on with Meadow is kind of inconsequential. She kind of has a tantrum and then she's like, nah, never yeah. mind. Well, she's just slowly, or I guess officially accepted what's happened. She's graduated. Could, she's graduated, yeah. But I guess you could connect it to the to Tony giving her the SUV. Like, if that was him being like, yo, this is the deal. Like, I'm a mafia guy. Like, accept it or don't. And he or she has accepted it. You know? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And like, and... And she also kind of like talks like Tony when she's talking to Carmela. She's yeah. like, fuck them. I'll cut them off. Yeah. After we just saw Tony kill his best friend, Meadow then says, I will get rid of my friends if they make fun of my dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never realized that. Yeah. It's pretty ruthless. Oh, man. That's, well, well <laughs> I guess Sopranos that... always need someone to demonize. You <laughs> know, that's so, for sure. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, Tony gets put in jail. What? So we can we assume that he gets out on bail? Yeah. Well, he does. There's that scene where all the reporters are. Is that the, when he's getting out on bail? That's right. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. He was like arraigned or something. Yeah. And then, they, yeah. then they send him out on bail, and um, and it kind of it, it's it fizzles. It, it's surreal seeing him in front of that crowd, you know, with all mm-hmm. of the reporters and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's surreal seeing him in that cage too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> After all that talk of him, you know, being uh, in his own prison. Yeah, exactly. He's actually in someone else's prison. Yeah, he's now he's he in is, the government's yeah. prison. Right, yeah, but it's just funny <laughs> to see this big dude in this tiny little cage. 
I know, yeah. and they like don't even really lock it because it's more of a symbolic thing, yeah. even for the FBI. He's <laughs> like practically those... a white collar criminal. Yeah, or it's one of those like baby, you know, pens <laughs> <Yeah>. that they <laughs> that are like really easy to open. They just put like the door stopper thing, yeah, like exactly. in the hallway. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's it's doesn't turn into anything i guess we can spoil that <laughs> this airline thing doesn't really go anywhere well we, um, he gets really lucky with it because it, it could and it's like it's it's predicates up the ass mm-hmm. <laughs> as yeah. they like to say you know what i mean right but ultimately he's he's way more upset about just what's just happened with his friends than uh and, than, oh do you think that's that's why he's so emotional with mink when they're on the phone i think or, so. not when they're on the phone when they're talking about it, he's like i blew an easy one neil and he kind of sounds like he's gonna cry i think that we can kind of assume that that he's super pissed about this because he just can't talk or think about anything else you know and right right and uh I, I probably yeah yeah um yeah so weird that's and he can't even tell carmella that like yeah my friend's my friend died like somebody died and he can't even really talk about it that's so bizarre yeah it's awful yeah it's very <laughs> it's very awful. awful go tony we love you go tony um yeah, i feel so bad that he can't kind of cry to his wife about this i know <laughs> listen really feel bad kill for him. somebody today. yeah exactly yeah uh but meadow does graduate we get a nice uh little wrap-up montage set sets of the through and through the the, the stone song and um, i love that montage me too it's me a too. great sequence the family is there and i think that what it what it shows i mean that shot so when we're going back and forth between like grimy ass Newark Mm -hmm. and the Soprano household for this graduation party. It's really interesting. It brings up a lot of feelings for me. I think that like one of the things that's really nice about it is that we're seeing these mean streets and like Mm -hmm. basically like the perverse, uh, we're basically seeing the, how do I put this? It's almost like we're seeing the cost of their life. You know what I mean? They're in this glass house, like up on the hill, the mansion on the hill. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then the other side of it, where that comes from, what it's funded by and what it's fueled by are these things that are down on the street. Right. Exactly. And some people realize it and some people don't. And Tony's one of the people who knows the cost of what they have. Right. His kids don't really get it. And Carmela doesn't really get it. No one gets it except for except for him at this point. Yeah. After the pussy thing, he's like alone with it. He is, yeah. I think I think you're right. I think he understands it on a different level than everyone else, even too. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's something more to Tony than 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 the other guys for sure. But but you're right. I mean, this is this is their castle built on like you know just uh, a lot of just really disgusting garbage. stuff. Yeah, garbage, garbage really. and porno. And- yeah, it's like he's literally like living on a, a landfill, basically. Yeah. You know. Exactly, and 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 his An family emotional doesn't landfill. An emotional <laughs> landfill. Ooh, good. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Your di- your dissertation is going to be about that. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, his family doesn't really get it. They're happy. They yeah. think that they have this wholesome life, and and he's happy, but only for the moment. You know what I right. mean? Like, yeah. we learn that he, you know, killing puss is like one of the roughest things that he's he'll he'll have to deal with. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it pretty much sends him even deeper into the spiral of like complete denial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he just can't handle it. But at the same time, like, you know, right after that, he was relieved in a lot of ways, but then mm-hmm. he gets hit with this airline thing and then mm-hmm. he gets hit with this. And, and I think that we're just, he's realizing or we're realizing that it's, it's, there'll always be something. Right. Yeah, exactly. This is a flawed lifestyle 
choice that he that he's made I think, yeah, to yeah. say the least you know but he's gonna go right back to denying it i guess you know because that's what else can you do you know mm-hmm. it's just the hope that the hope that the fish in your dream doesn't tell you the truth you know what i mean yeah or um, yeah or hope that like your mom does i mean if it wasn't a, if it wasn't livia giving up this plane ticket thing it would have been something else yeah exactly it's always something you know the and fun never ends as carmela said the fun never ends yeah and you know that's how i like to think of this podcast yeah exactly um and I do like the we do get Davy Scatino talking about leaving, which I, I love that Tony literally laughs at the idea of somebody leaving New Jersey, <laughs> and uh, and shits on how, it so hard. I, know. I mean, and Davy Scatino looks really pathetic. He's, he does. He's really got this like Lieutenant Dan vibe going, yeah. like the coffee. Like he can't even get coffee out of the percolator. Like the luck on this guy yeah, exactly. is just completely terrible. <laughs> he's talking about going to Vegas. Yeah, and yeah. he's just like, and Tony's like Vegas, huh? Like. Yeah. That even sounds crazy to him. Right. We'll have to pay attention to that over the series. Like, going out west is kind of this weird, uh, like... He doesn't really do it until way later. Yeah, I know. But there's just always this uh Well, he doesn't like people changing. You know what I mean? And, like... And, you know, his, it turns out that his dad had, we find out later on. Right, right. Or did we already find out? We did in Down Neck, yeah. In Down Neck, yeah. We found out that his dad went, had the chance to go to Reno Mm -hmm. and have this whole different life. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I think that he's, I mean, I don't think that he's really jealous of Davy Scatino. No, he's not. No, but, but, but there is, you know, the other option. And that's something that, for whatever reason, for multiple reasons, Tony feels like he can't do. Wait, you know? what's the other option? Uh, like leaving. Like you know, oh, yeah, totally. He, he could he could go on denying to himself the lifestyle he's living and and continue to feel all this kind of you know, um, emotional Angst. turmoil, I guess, or totally. or diarrhea of the brain, <laughs> or, or or diarrhea of the emotions, diarrhea of the butthole. Yeah, too. <laughs> exactly. Um, he could go on doing that, or you know, he could just like up and leave and just really change but that's like that's terrifying that's not something that someone like tony soprano would ever do that's mm-hmm. something that lucky people get to do you right, know he right. says to davis Catino in bust out like you're lucky after this is over you can leave you know meaning like he's still kind of trapped there completely but you know um so i yeah i did like that as kind of like a final thought on season two because i think that a lot of that was kind of presented to us this idea of change and how you always kind of come back to what you're used to or feel stuck in and 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 uh yeah and livia tries to go out west she's like fuck it okay yeah, yeah. i'll do it yeah and janice is of course already out there somewhere <laughs> um, yeah that's true she's like in seattle or something i guess so yeah california so that is season two of the sopranos what'd you think good good great me too i thought it was <laughs> i thought it was pretty good <laughs> um excellent season i think that the that uh you know the 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 best is yet to come but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. season two was when you know there season one had some growing pains but season two i think we settled in mm-hmm. we're at cruising altitude the show really came into its own <laughs> and i think that i think that now we're ready we're now we're ready for some sopranos agreed yeah finally <laughs> we're, i feel warmed up for it yeah, yeah exactly. i'm ready now, so yeah. season two got us going we should we'll start watching it you know, like we've talked about it enough. I think we should start watching. I've show. been thinking about that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's like Bill and Ted finally learning to play guitar. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the season a lot, too. I mean, this is I think season three maybe is my favorite. I'm not sure. But season two is, is certainly up there. There's a lot of classic moments in this one. Totally. And uh, and they really um, started to kind of 
Like once once you've kind of like built the world in season one, you can kind of like fuck around with it a little bit. And yeah. and they they did in, in a lot of fun ways. So there's gonna be a lot of fucking in the and <laughs> then in the next big time in the next handful of seasons. Yes. Um we uh we're roaring along. We're mm-hmm. enjoying doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes two people who like this podcast. Yep. So you and someone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not the other person. <laughs> it's not my mom either. So maybe it's just one actually. Right. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's it's been it's been quite nice uh, mm-hmm. chatting about season two it with has. you. Yes. And everybody else. Yeah. And tweeting at you. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for the tweets. Stop telling us to quit the podcast. <laughs> we just might do it. <laughs> uh, but not today. We're not today. We're not going to quit the podcast today. Um, no, we already recorded this like fun size episode. That's true. You know? Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> have to keep going. Yeah. Um. So we'll be back next week, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Let's let's let's, let's, let's keep roaring. Roll, roll right into season three. Um, and if you decide before we deploy this episode that you don't want to do that, just edit that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will indeed. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So thanks again for listening again for yeah. like the 26th time, hopefully. Or if it's your first time, go fuck yourself and listen yeah. to the rest of them first. Um, yep, what he said. Exactly. We'll be back next week to talk about Mr. Ruggiero's Neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Uh, a, a fun, funny episode with another, some great music choices. And another episode that involves a lot of plumbing. It does indeed, yes. So, uh, All right, so that wraps it up. We uh, Goodbye, Big Pussy. We loved you. Goodbye, Big Pussy. We loved you. See you at the crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, as always subscribe on iTunes follow us on Twitter email us at AOL.com that's just our email <laughs> yeah. AOL.com is our email whatever you send there it'll come right to us absolutely and yeah. we've got some tremendous things in store for season 3 we're actually partnering with Pixar mm-hmm. for season 3 yeah. we're going to have some incredible podcast special effects we are yeah that we're going to do and Industrial Light Magic is going to send over some explosives mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. we're really going to we're going to do some like sort of Fast Five type stuff we're going to get um, our first sneak peek at uh, Finding Dory, the, se- the sequel to Finding Nemo, because Pixar just sent that over to us, so we're going to play that Yeah, in front of the episode next week. We're just going to do like a, we're going to live tweet Finding Dory also, <laughs> exactly. just in case you miss our, our, our podcast of it. Exactly. Uh, anyway, I guess, I guess we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, I guess that's it. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah.